Hey everyone, Anshul here from Daily Passenger Responsible Travel Podcast. And today we are going to talk about something different that is not a particular destination, but a festival in Himalayas. Those who have followed me since the beginning, uh, they know that how much I am fascinated with the festivals of Himalayas or festivals of India in general. So today we are going to take a break from the usual content uh, that we have been posting on this platform and we'll be talking about a festival that is different than the traditional form of Holi. And to talk about it, the guest we have with us today is Avantika. She is a backpacker and a long-term traveler who has experienced India from the eye of a budget backpacker. She travels in a very different way and her experience of Sangla Holi is going to be the focus point of this episode. So join me in welcoming Avantika Chaturvedi and let's hear from her. Hi Avantika, how are you? Hi Anshul, I'm good. How are you? I'm good too. Thanks for asking. Thanks a lot for taking out your time to record this episode. Mm, I'm so glad to be here. So before we start, how about a basic introduction about what you do and about your life and your job and everything? Yes. So hi everybody. My name is Avantika Chaturvedi. I'm a travel blogger at waywardwayfarer.com and I'm also a freelance writer. I work on the go. So you could say that I'm a digital nomad of sorts. And uh, yeah, that's what I do. And I love traveling. So that's that. So I made it into my life. I will also like to know about your life as a traveler. It sounds very fascinating that you travel and work. Yeah, it is interesting. It's very, very fulfilling. But it definitely does get hard sometimes. I think the most basic difficulty that I face in terms of sort of, you know, traveling as I also work is to find like a decent internet connection. There are so many times when I'm, um, you know, like high up in the mountains in remote villages where like internet is unreliable. So for that, I have to sort of, you know, prepare myself, tell my clients that, hey, I might not be available from so-and-so date. But apart from that, It's very, very um, rewarding in the sense that you really get to slow down at one place. You really get to sort of, um, you know, familiarize yourself with that place uh, to an extent that like, you know, by the end of it, you will be friends with locals. You'll be, you know, smiling at them, saying hi to them. You'll know the, you know, the most sort of obscure spots around that place. You'll just, you really get to know that place and its people in and out. And I think that is very, very rewarding. And yeah, but it does, like, since I am mostly solo, it does get lonely also sometimes. But I think that is a part and parcel of it. So you just have to sort of learn to, you know, enjoy your own company. I think, but once that is sorted, it's a wonderful ride. I'm sure that is very interesting and kind of worth another episode. But today you're going to talk about a festival. So what it is and share about it in a few words. So I want to talk about Sangla Holi, which is, of course, as the name suggests, it's a way of uh, celebrating Holi in this village uh, in the Kinnor district of Himachal Pradesh. I, I heard about this. I actually read about Sangla Holi two years ago, I think around 2019. Yeah. And ever since then, I was really, really curious to, you know, 
see what the hype was about see why is it like you know so different from all the other kinds of holy holies that are celebrated and so finally this year in 2021 i was able to sort of find the time and make a quick trip specifically for holy to sangla i had been to sangla before but uh, i really wanted to go see the holy that they celebrate there and uh, it was a wonderful experience so what was the most interesting thing about sangla holi how is it different than the holi as we know so sangla holi is it's spread over four days they don't do just you know khelne wali holi or just choti holi or holika dahan they have like four different days which uh, are associated to sort of like different aspects of celebrating it their main deity in the entire sangla valley their main deity is called bering nag ji whose temple is sort of situated in sangla and for holi the palanquin of uh, bering nag and uh, two other deities it comes out and uh, it is sort of what the locals believe is that you know whatever processions take place so you will see when you go and sort of witness it you will see a lot of locals they'll be sort of you know holding the palanquins on their shoulders and the palanquins will be swaying like they're dancing sometimes it'll also feel like as if they're hugging each other and it is believed that none of that is controlled by the people who are actually holding the palanquins but it is the deities themselves who are controlling this movement and the people who are palanquin bearers are merely just sort of puppets in this entire you know they are enabling this action but they are not the ones who are actually doing it it's the deities power that is doing it so that is one apart from that they have the entire temple complex where the main sort of celebration with the colors and everything takes place but another very very interesting factor about is that on each day like you know as i said it's celebrated throughout four days so each day people of sangla they travel to neighboring villages and they go celebrate over there and like this entire procession of say maybe 200 250 villagers along with musicians who will be playing the traditional instruments they go and through like as we pass houses like you know as the entire procession passes each house like you know there are some stops like uh, one villager will like you know in one villager's house maybe they'll be serving uh, some snacks then we'll go ahead and then you know we'll get some chai and then there's also the local wine which is called fasru which is made of apple and pear that is also given out to the entire procession so it's 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 like a mad gathering where people are eating drinking dancing singing and repeat over and over throughout the four days and it's just it's it's exhilarating to experience it how is can a traveler attend this festival what is the best way to reach there and how they can continue their further travel from sangla right so i think the easiest way to reach there is to either closest cities so to say from sangla would be delhi or chandigarh you could reach there by flight from wherever you are or train and from there you can take overnight volvo buses till shimla from shimla you'll reach like in the morning but you'll have have to break the journey because buses to sangla they run from shimla early in the morning around 5 o'clock or 6 o'clock so you will have to take a local bus from shimla and then carry on your journey towards sangla but there're not a lot of buses that go directly to sangla most of them are going you know towards kalpa which is like a different diversion so you have to sort of get down at 
this hydro project you can just ask the bus conductor and uh, he'll tell you where exactly you need to get down and from that hydro project either so i hitchhiked otherwise you can wait for another bus to come it's maybe another 10 12 kilometers from there and then you can reach sangla and once you're done sort of witnessing holi from there you can further explore the region of kinnor which is beautiful in its own essence there's kalpa there's a neighboring village by sangla which goes by the name of kamru and there's a beautiful temple tower over there which you can go see it's uh, it's built in the traditional katkuni architecture and there's just so much to see around there and then you can go further in kinnor higher in the mountains uh, where there's hangrang valley and then beyond after that spiti opens up so you can further sort of go there that's a really great itinerary and i like to ask is this festival also famous for food so in food they definitely do have these massive you know like everybody sits together like uh, snacks are absolutely like separate snacks like they can range from fryams to apples to even uh, they have this thing called olga chilta which is essentially olga is uh, buckwheat or i'm forgetting the name of it in hindi actually so yeah buckwheat pancake or chila if you want to call it so it's essentially that which is very very common that you'll get there as a snack apart from that there's like you know like for lunch and dinner there's massive like you know everybody just sits gathers together and there'll be one house which will be preparing the lunch or the dinner and they serve it to everybody there's no specialty as such you get a lot of mutton you get like you know local dishes like rajma and the vegetables but yeah like i think the experience of sitting together and eating you know like just everybody's gathered together that is in itself like a very very beautiful experience i am sure that it will be and uh, so any special advice for travelers who, who plan to attend the sangla holi next year there's no particular advice as such but i'm just sort of i say this with the hopes that you know next year will be better than 2020 and 2021 that have already almost gone by but apart from that if god forbid if you know if the situation doesn't you know get any better i think the basic the most 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 basic thing that you can do is get a negative rt pcr before going there because it's a huge gathering everybody is going to be together so i think it's very important that you make sure that you are not yourself a carrier of the virus to such a remote region and also always wear a mask i know it was very very difficult for us to wear a mask while playing holi but it was just something that had to be done you know if you wanted to enjoy the festival in said circumstances so i think travel has really really changed you know since the pandemic i think the only thing we can really do is bend our ways around it uh, and just you know sort of do whatever we can to make sure that we are not harming ourselves and others because especially when you're going to such a remote region they lack the infrastructure the health infrastructure that we have they have to you know travel 100 200 kilometers to get a decent hospital so let's keep that factor in mind before we sort of you know go and experience such a big gathering true so despite the fact that world may or may not return to normal next year it is a better thing to do that we continue we are wearing our masks and keep taking tests and tracking the symptoms because a mask is something that is going to do more than just this it's to protect you from infection and all 
so yeah continue wearing mask even after the lockdowns and uh, you get your second jab so it will help a lot of people and uh, make your travel experience a little harder but uh, at the same time it will be better to create a goodwill among the locals precisely i mean it is what it is and we just have to go with it and lastly so how did you manage your stay during the festival so in my experience every time i have attended festivals i have faced the problem of booking a stay most of the stays are full and that's why i developed a habit of booking home stays 2 3 months in advance so what was your how did you manage your stays so definitely i did not because like you know the pandemic has already like going on i didn't really expect a lot of tourists to come and experience the holi and they didn't i think there were only about you know 7 to 10 tourists in total including me but still you know people from within himachal tourists from within himachal also come to see sangla holi and everything was booked out it was it was actually quite difficult for me to sort of you know find a place which was empty which i did because i had to walk about 2 kilometers right at the end of the village there was this new homestay which was being constructed it wasn't fully constructed and sort of we you know struck a deal with them and they were like it's fine like uh, you can stay here even though they hadn't opened yet but yeah i think it will definitely this is a tip that must be kept in mind before going i think i don't think 2 to 3 months in advance is necessary but definitely at least one or two weeks in advance the homestay or guest house whatever you're looking at needs to be booked because um, once things start opening up slowly more and more tourists are going to go out there as sangla holi is slowly gaining its popularity so yeah that's definitely something that needs to be kept in mind yeah thanks for this advice and with this we will be ending this episode thanks a lot avantika thanks for taking out your time today and uh, sharing about this beautiful beautiful experience Thank you so much for having me here. It's always such a lovely thing to share all of these beautiful travel experiences with the world. You can connect with Avantika on Avantika share your social media handle and blog together. Yeah, my website is waywardwayfarer.com and you can find me on Instagram at waywardwayfarer with an underscore at the end of it. You can also connect with me on my social media channels. If you have a story from Himalayas, if you have want to share something, then let me know in my DMs and I will fix a date with you. All the links are mentioned here in this episode description. And this was Anshul, and we will be back with a new episode soon.